Hello and welcome to another episode of No All the Time Happy Revenge of the Fifth. My name is Obed Reles and with me is the most interesting man in the world, Joel Young. What's good, No Load Time? Obed, happy Revenge of the Fifth, sir. Good to see you, sir. How's it going? I saw that you Doing. were you were enjoying Star Wars Day, sir. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Like some people are now right now celebrating Cinco de Mayo. Uh, that is not Obed and Joel Young. No. We are we, we, we are do. Revenge of the Fifth people. We're nerds. We don't. We are nerds. We don't, we don't partake. Yeah. <laughs> we, oh, sorry. We, we don't. <laughs> we, we don't. I was gonna say it's like Whoa. we don't. We don't part. We don't partake in in, in uh, social interactions. Uh, this, at this at this time of day, as uh, we're literally having a virtual social interaction with hey, each other. I saw, I saw a really good. You know what? I saw yeah. a really good meme. Okay. Uh, actually, I think it was like this morning. It was. Uh, it was two wolves. It was like uh, uh, introverts when they're with extroverts and they're both like quiet and then introverts and introverts and they're like smiling like each other. So it's kind of <laughs> like what's going on here. I mean, we're, I mean, we're <laughs> nerds. Sure. We have a life, right? But, you know, still, you know, it's uh, we've uh, yeah. I've, I've grown the uh, Cinco de Mayo and the uh, all the other stuff, you know, St. Patrick's Day and all the all the drinking days. You know, we've outgrown them. We're we're fine. Go to a party or do a podcast. We'll do the podcast. I would we, do the you podcast, guys are, sir. You guys, you guys are where it's at. This is where the fun is. We're, this is the party. Come oh, on, this is where the don't fun, die this down. This, this is where is, the fun begins. Oh, oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! So there is a a local uh, sports organization that. Um, not affiliated with us to be clear but oh, yeah. kind of local not directly at least but um they put out for may the 4th a social post where they basically took one of their players and put him into the scene where Anakin is you know marching up the steps right with the 501st no. behind him but the caption was uh -huh. this is where the fun begins yeah and i'm like killing younglings no, I was like, no, 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 no. Like this is not. That was not the pose. Andy, what are you doing? Andy, what are you doing? It's crazy. Oh my gosh, bro. Oh, that yeah. is that is funny, dude. I it seen is that pretty post. funny. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll see if I can find it. That's great. Yeah, yeah. I, I can send it your way. I can send it your okay, way. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's that's real good. That's real good. For sure. Yeah, for man, sure. We had a we had a, a chance to um, uh, meet up yesterday and. Uh, yeah, you know, it, it socially interact. <laughs> <laughs> right as you're, as you're yeah. about this. Uh, and and uh, you know, it was, it was good. So, uh, but yeah, man. I mean, what is uh, what's happening? I guess we can, you know, I, I think we have a collective what's up this week. We can it, it, start by you know, unless you want to talk about Star Wars at uh, Hollywood Studios. Yeah, and keep going. So. Yeah, I was gonna say just just real quick recap yesterday, but um, yeah, obviously for for May fourth, like so. I got to see Return of the Jedi on May the 3rd. Uh, I think yesterday was the last day. Or sorry, yeah, yesterday was the last day, I think, to actually see Return of the Jedi in theaters. I was telling you about it a little bit, but, like, it's so weird because I'm not used to watching the specialized edition. I just don't watch that edition of, of these movies. So when I do and seeing it on the big screen, like, just the random song scene in Jabba's Palace, like, that's really that's, weird. I think out of, out of the entire, like, like, you know, special edition movies. That is that is the scene. Yeah, that is that is the scene that for me just it yeah. just it's it's just bad overall. Um, and, and it doesn't look good now, like because now like it, it didn't, really look, didn't look good, look good then. then. 
Yeah. But, now, <laughs> but it just got like seeing that plastered on a huge screen, just, Ooh. you know, doing the weird, you know, I was like, this is just not right. But, uh, you know, but regardless, like seeing the ending, like I was saying to you about, you know, I love the whole like the celebration around the galaxy yeah. as Palpy's been taken down. Spoilers, guys, I'm always 40 years old. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, like like that whole sequence is great. The whole chorus song where they pull down the, you know, the statue and yeah. stuff like it's, that was cool to see in Jar Jar. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, there's there's uh, there's subtle changes here and there that are very good. It's just that one scene, man. Yeah, like it's if, really weird. Like I don't, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it was George, right? It was, but it's like I don't know why he would he made this choice, right? Yeah. And and I and I get it. Like the the original version of that scene, which is like not even a third of, <laughs> of that entire sequence, right? Um, it, it's it's not good. But um, yeah. but this just is so out of place that is very very it's just bizarre it's bizarre mm -hmm. that's the that's the best you know word that I can use to describe that scene right. yeah right yeah like just in general the whole Jabba's palace sequence is not my favorite part of the movie at all it's just it's very strange it goes around. like it's not terrible but it's just it's just kind of like. You know, different is what I'll it's a good say. Good third of the but movie then, there, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, like, you add in like that's that that's that in there, and it makes it even more like okay. But then you get to the cool parts. You keep going on your whatever. Um, the movie really did. Once you get past that, I'm like, Return of the Jedi yeah, yeah, yeah. just jumps straight to like, hey, this is the battle we need to take to the Death to the Death Star. Get the crew together. Go to Endor. Send Luke out there, and it just yep. Movie just takes off. Love that. Um. So yeah, good time watching that, uh, and also Oaken, good to see Hayden, you know, as Anakin, like this is the first coast of the end. What yeah. a great! That's one like of all the edits, it's probably one of the best things. They yeah, can like I, I can see why a lot of people like protested when that first happened when the uh, when the DVDs came out. Um, but <laughs> I, you know, it's I'm indifferent towards it, Be and just because we we did we saw Sebastian Shaw for like. 30 seconds with the makeup on so we had like no attachment to the character mm -hmm. right so actually you know adding Hayden there just really adds to the like the emotional punch uh, for the ending so for sure for that's sure. I, I have zero problems with it totally totally yeah that's yeah. no, great it's a great moment um but yeah outside of that yesterday May the 4th I was able to uh, go out with a buddy to uh not, I wish you would have been the buddy, but I understand others. It's TJ, other friend of the show. He's been here before. Friend of the show, absolutely. <laughs> Our good buddy TJ was able to go out with uh, with him to uh, Hollywood Studios uh, after our our social engagement, as you mentioned, <laughs> that we had earlier in the day. After but, we um, dispensed with the pleasantries, we went. The pleasantries. I went my own way. That's where the fun begins. Yeah, it was like we, it was like the like the Falcon and the X Wing and in Return of Jedi. Just we were going like this. You were going in the Falcon to Hollywood Studios. I was going to the X, X Wing to get stuck in traffic for like forty five minutes. So, yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh so yeah yeah so so it was fun being out there i've never gone to highwood studios on may the 4th i've always wanted to do it various reasons i've not been able to go um and so it was really cool to finally actually be out there and like it felt like a convention like the real fans yeah. were, were definitely showing up 
You know, it felt like I was at Star Wars Celebration or something. The, the cosplay on point, which is interesting because I know that Disney has some regulation around like you can't really wear costumes if you're like over 14 or something like that. Yes. Or, but yeah. like Disney didn't care yesterday because people were dressed as like full, full characters and I they remember, let them ride in. Yeah, I remember uh, when Star Wars Weekends uh, used to yeah. be a thing. Uh, they there were yeah. There were a lot of people in costumes. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And, okay. And, and I think it's like if you're over, I mean, you're. I, I don't think you're. You're. You can wear a mask regardless if you're even if you're a kid. Um, they changed that recently. Oh really? Yeah. That that that's the thing. I was so the people there. You know, one of them. You know, was actually works with Disney and was saying, "Oh, they should change that." And people were walking around with the clone trooper helmets and mando oh, wow. helmets dude yeah it was very that's crazy i was, I was surprised yeah i'm surprised. I was surprised i'm shocked yeah yeah honestly like, so usually very, very strict and that's the thing right it's like well uh, i think the rule for the for the costume and the cosplay is as long as the that character that you're dressing as is not walking around or at a bleed and greet <laughs> You can't get away with it because because if you're it, Cinderella and then Cinderella's walking yes, out there, that's the thing, right? And you look better than the Cinderella that but, some of these cosplayers do. Yeah, but you can you can be a character from I, I don't know Big Hero Six that are not in the park, right? And you can Ooh, get away with true. it, you know. Okay, but I think I that's that. that's kind of like what the you know the rule is. But yeah, I know this. Like there was a video not too long ago about uh, like three girls getting kicked out of Disneyland. Because, wow. because of the costumes, so it's like they were dressed yeah. like Cinderella, Ariel, and uh, and and Aurora, and they were like getting like Disney security is like, hey, you guys, it's like you guys, you got two options: you gotta like change your clothes or you gotta leave. Like, wow, so, yeah, wow. and like security, and then and then it's like, well, I mean, you, I I don't want to call security, and you, it's a, you know, it's very wow. interesting. Wow, like the whole see, protocol, I can imagine yeah. that. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Cause that, that's yeah. the thing. People were, it was like a convention. People were stopping and taking pictures with other that's people. That's the thing. You know, yeah. I, I even, here's another thing I even saw yesterday. I saw full on tripods, dude. And oh, I'm like, hold on. Yeah. Like they're letting these people do this. Now, to be honest, it wasn't chaos. It was very organized yeah. yesterday. They did a fantastic job of, of getting people. I got on rise of the resistance in 29 minutes on wow. May the 4th. And, and the, the, really like the line said 75 minutes. Mm hmm. You know, our, my guy TG and I, we, we jump in there and it's literally was 29 minutes. We calculated exactly the T that we actually got to the hologram scene, which is to me when the ride starts. Yeah. And yeah. then, you know, you're in there. So, um, no, they were running it very well yesterday. They were very prepared for the crowds and it wasn't it wasn't uh, anything, anything too bad. Um, and then they also had their the the virtual queue for um, the store that made the fourth pop up store that they had. OK. But then like after three o'clock. They just let anyone in. Like there was no need oh, to hold, cool. which was really kind, because even with them doing that, you would think chaos again. You could get around the store, you could see stuff. So shout out to Disney for and the, the staff that were working it because they did a really amazing job of, of running it very smoothly yesterday. Cal Kestis lightsaber, TJ Obed. Wow, Cal Kestis lightsaber, Obed. That thing was so cool. It was, I mean, out of all the ones that I they have that they've made, <laughs> yeah, it's four hundred bucks. It does actually split off in two. Nice. Um, is it and magnetic? You can, it's magnetic. Yeah, okay. And then, um, so one of the things that we were saying is like, so what, how do you choose the lightsaber color for it? Because like in the game, you kind of get to pick whatever one. 
Well, you oh. actually, it's actually programmable. It has the actual buttons. You can switch the colors yourselves. Okay. So, um, it, it, it looked absolutely, the quality of, of these lightsabers since, um, Disney has, has been putting more effort into these recently. has yeah. just gotten better. It looked, it looked very heavy for it. did. How many pounds? I think I said it was six pounds. Yeah, and I know the, the Hasbro yeah. ones went up in price, like quite yeah. a bit. Yeah, like they went up about like a hundred bucks, because yeah, they used they're... to be like one ninety, one seventy five. Now they're like two sixty, two seventy five. Yeah. 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 So they they really are, are stepping up the quality. Yeah. Um, well, they got competition now because they have like third party, like yeah. non licensed yeah. saber people making this insane lightsabers. So well, the one that I met that if you guys might have seen on, on our social media, Megacon, Vader's Vault, those guys' sabers were extremely good. And this is not a paid promotion, by the way, unless they want to. But <laughs> but, but like it was great. Like their their sabers were really, really well made. Yeah. They're I mean they're expensive. They're like six hundred, yeah. right? It was like almost oh, yeah. dollars. Yeah. So for sure. But but they are like high high quality and, and the yeah. details on them are incredible. So yeah. Yeah. Good man. That's that's good. That's good. Good stuff. Yeah. yeah, I saw I saw the video when you posted it. I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I posted a video. The chants, bro, were hilarious. <laughs> we would, people just start. We just were chanting different uh, characters. They were Jar Jar Binks, and they were just chanting Jar 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 Jar. You know, Babu Frick. Um, <laughs> But yeah, like when when uh, for tuna. <laughs> right? Yeah, uh, I would have been no, there. The Carrie like, Fisher chants were really nice. That okay, was nice. That's good. That's good. Um, then then uh, Chewbacca and Ray came out. You know the, the characters costumes, okay. and everyone just started chewing Chewy Chewy, yeah. and then they started chanting Ray Ray Ray. And it was it was just so much such such fanfare. Um, yeah, just see people like you know I, I know people are divisive on the uh, on the sequel trilogy, but everyone out there just didn't seem to care like it i know there's a there are toxic people in the star wars space like any fandom like any, not a star yeah, wars exactly. thing any fandom for sure mm -hmm. you know this this goes for many things i mean it could be you know sports anything right there, there's there's unfortunate people that don't represent the best but but generally speaking the majority of people i do believe are just really happy like they really enjoy this stuff and you could see it yesterday like people were just getting along i was very happy to be there and having a good time and and, and it really showed so that's good no, it was great to be out there for may the fourth Awesome, awesome, man. I'm glad you enjoyed it. So that's Thank great. You. Yep. Um, all right. So before we we talk Jedi Survivor, because I, I I really want to talk about that, but we we, yeah. we watched a movie. Um, you and I had the opportunity to watch uh, <laughs> Peter Pan and Wendy, uh, the yes. movie that came out on uh, Disney Plus, uh, and you said that you were divided on it. Yeah. Um, I okay. Go for it. Go for it. All right. It was really boring, dude. It was really, really boring. Um, I think that to the movie's detriment, right? And nothing against you know the child actors. Everyone was good. Jude Law was great as Captain Hook. Uh, and they try to spin it around, you know, make it different, make it new, right? Um, but. You could tell that this is like, like the, you know, ah, man, I, I don't want, I don't want to offend anyone. <laughs> I want, I want to be very, you know, cause we, we, you know, it, it, we pride ourselves into being very, uh, you know, centered with our, sure. uh, with our discussions, reviews slash, you know, opinions about, about this sort of thing. Um, but, you know, 
I try I I try to just block like okay I'm gonna go in open mind this is fine I'm gonna go in but then the 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 thing it's so on the nose dude like some of the changes are are so on the nose and I mean it doesn't come across preachy right because it does really doesn't but everything is really on the nose and and it's very unfortunate that you know this story was a beloved story for many many years uh had to go through that uh granted a lot of the things that some people may consider to be problematic with the original disney movie are are you know moved around a little bit where it's not really a problem anymore um that that said it's just that i i just found the movie just really boring man and you know, unfortunately, it wasn't that good. Okay, before we before I I I, I pass it to you, I mean I gotta talk about Tinkerbell, right? Because that's the that's the big deal. That's the, that's sure. the, everyone sure. was up in arms about it. Sure, yeah. Um, I do have a problem with Tinkerbell because <laughs> the CG sure. is awful. <laughs> it's not nothing against the actress, and you know against yeah. the casting choice. Not no, I'm I'm totally open, right? But the CG, like she looks so fake in some of the yeah, shots. They, they, they did her bad, yeah. Ooh, yeah. It's it's rough, dude. Yeah. All, like all around, the CG in this movie is just not good, and you can tell yeah. that this is a, you know, lower budget compared to other uh, movies that are that are out there. Um, but at the same time, you compared like the the CG for Little Mermaid still looks kind of iffy from the, you know, true, TV spots true. and trailers. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's basically how I feel about the movie, right? Um, I, I think I think Peter Pan, like the character as portrayed in this movie, is kind of, was kind of like a annoying, and I, I just, like there was nothing relatable, and and like, he's not really playful like you would see in other movies, right? And it's it, yeah, and and Peter Pan like live action movies have a problem, a problem, right? They have a high standard. And the high standard is that they all have to be compared with Hook. And and none of these movies, like the Universal movie that came out in 2004, 5, was good. Uh, and there was another one that came out not too long ago. I, I like, it completely faded into obscurity. I, I don't even remember. But then, uh, and then this one, right? But then you, you got to go back and compare it with Hook, which is un- unfortunate. This is a movie directed by Steven Spielberg, <laughs> starring some of the best actors ever. It's it's rough. It's rough. So, uh, yeah. What what are your what are your takes on on this thing, man? Yeah, yeah. Good good breakdown. No good good breakdown. I'll bet on on your thoughts there because it's. I think people, a lot of people critiqued this and they didn't have a very good way of expressing their criticisms. <laughs> and I think. You articulate it in a way that I think is very fair, and I and that that's good. Um, yeah, I, I'm very divided because this movie was was very like you you said boring to me. I would refer to it as droggy. Like I had interest. I'm not gonna. I, I've I have watched things before. I literally I have fallen asleep or just don't, <laughs> don't didn't care about. Like I'm just gonna be, and it wasn't because I was tired. It just literally just just I just didn't care. Um, you know. Uh, 
But this one, I was able to actually watch it because it's a short movie. It's, it's not really that long. So of it's a an movie hour and a half. Too. Yeah. And I think that that helps it too. Like if, if they would have tried to push it too much longer then that, that could have been a problem. <laughs> so with them cu both cutting out content, they also cut down runtime on the movie too, which I think was a good choice. Um, as for, like I, I mentioned to you, like the things that they did cut out, it's like, that's great. But the issue then is that it, it almost felt like a little bit soulless is the wording I would describe to it. Um, so like, you know, you have fun scenes and you have cool moments, but it didn't make you feel a great sense of necessarily adventure or feelings that, that maybe you would have associated with Peter yeah. Pan before. Now, does that mean that oh that that's that you should put this other content back in? No, it's not what that means at all, right? The stuff that's been problematic before. I think if anything, <laughs> um, history would like what what do you want the legacy to be for 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 New Disney, right? Like you can at least look back and say, well, we we did this thing, it didn't work out, but at least we're not going to be you know etched in stone with something that that's from the past that you know maybe didn't age as well. I think that's long-term better for your your the marketing and the brand i mean you think of really just as overall as a company but you cannot keep doing this with remakes like i think about the lion king for an example i like the lion king remake i think john favreau i like john favreau i think he's a good job yeah um but it's the same thing they recreate basically the same thing but just did it with cg so it just didn't feel as maybe um, powerful conveyed as when you have something that's in, in, in a cartoon animation format. Um, that's kind of how I feel with this. It was not the same thing from a story standpoint, but it just felt like nice time, uh, nothing extra special, or as my dad always likes to use this terminology, nothing to run home about, you know? <laughs> and you all got to watch this movie. It's not that kind of a movie. Um, it's fine for watching at home and television. I think they made the right choice by doing that. Um, but there's so many little things they could have done that made it more. But I think the the coloring, like just the 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 poor poor coloring of this movie, oh, it looks, yeah. it looks it, it, and it changes though. It's not from the the whole time. No, because at the very beginning of the movie, it's okay. It's, it's yeah. more at night. It's whatever. They they go off to what looks like New Zealand or something, right? It's like, yeah, like they go to flying, all, all the kids are flying in, you know, over here like yeah. Superman, and then out of nowhere, I'm like, what just happened? It like it's the coloring goes like, like a 2006, you know, <laughs> looking like you know bad filter over you it. Know, like, you know what? And I <laughs> now that you point it out. Yeah, because I it's watched really it. Weird, because I watched it in Dolby Vision, and you can really tell that the coloring is really poor. Like it's none really of the bad. like the colors don't pop. Like there's like, it, it's just very strange. Like the like what? if you're gonna make yeah. a movie for kids, you need to make it vibrant. Yeah. You need yeah. to make it feel fun. It's like all of a sudden Zack Snyder sneaked in the studio and <laughs> yes, flipped the switch. Yes, it did feel like Zack Snyder, yeah. Put the, put the uh, Justice League switch on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and turn we off the colors. We should look up the editor on this. We should turn look up the editor on this movie. <laughs> what else have they worked off. on? <laughs> so. Um... But yeah, outside of that, I don't like. I see the reviews on it, right? You and I, you and I talk like, okay, so like right now on 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 Rotten Tomatoes, it's sitting at a sixty four by the critics, right? 
To me, I think that's actually fair. I would say it's, yeah. it, it's about six, six and a half. I would say that's fair for, for what it IGN is. IGN gave it a six. I think I agree with that. I think that's fair. Yeah. I've seen some really bad. I think some people are just so hard. I'm like, I've no, 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 seen no. some of these movies out there. I saw, I've seen, oh, dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, I could watch this. I could sit there and not be like, you know, my skin feels like it's coming off because I'm just so troubled by what I'm seeing. wasn't that. Um, but, but like, you know, compared to like you mentioned Mario, right? How the heck does Mario have like a 50? That movie should have been a 90, maybe even 100%. I, I'm biased. Yes, I said what I said. But come on, yeah. bro. What movie were they watching? The, I, I I agree. And then the thing with Mario, right, it's like it's, it's still like blowing everyone's socks off in the box office. And, yeah. you know, I mean, it looks like the legs are, are, are almost done, right? It comes out next week on digital. Yeah. But um, but it it's it, it proved itself, and and the problem is that with like this sort of movies from uh you know especially the remakes from Disney, they like they they shoot like I'm concerned about the Moana live action. Oh sure, I'm concerned too. Because because yeah. everything, um, not everything, right? Because I think Beauty and the Beast was good. I think Cinderella was good. I think Cinderella is actually Cinderella is really good. Yes, yeah, Cinderella's honestly. really good. And then Lion King was good, right? And it has the problem where, you know, fortunately, because of the uh, art style, um, the animals conveying emotion, it's 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 hard, right? But I, I, the, the, there was a point when, where it just started going. To, I think, like, after Aladdin. Like, after yeah. Aladdin, that was the point, yeah. right? Because like I think Mulan wasn't wasn't that oh great. It was, it was it was the I, same I thing. Like very kind of you know. Aladdin was infuriating to me because they <laughs> whoa, whoa. they cut they cut the be, they cut the best parts of the movie. They cut the end the end end fight. There's like there's no end fight, and it's awful, dude. <laughs> <I'm> sorry, <laughs> Aladdin's infuriating. It is, dude. Wow, but. So, so one of the good ones I think that's also underrated is the Lady and the Tramp on the Disney Plus Lady and the Tramp. I think that's the first one that came out on Disney Plus. Yeah, right. The first one that came. I think it's pretty good. It's again short. It's fun at home. Uh, CG looks pretty good. I could have watched that in a theater. Yeah. Man, what else did they do? Remember when they did 101 Dalmatians back in the '90s and it was excellent? Yeah. Oh yeah. Michael Eisner, dude, he knew what he was doing. (laughs) I know. Yeah. Although I think like the, like Cruella, right? Like that, that I think it's good. <laughs> I haven't good. watched it yet. And you told me it was oh, good. No. My wife liked it, yeah. It's actually, I think it's actually really funny. Like it's really, really good. But like you think about it, they took again something that's a classic tale, but just told it from a different angle. Because it is the Silver Dome. It's still the story. That's what I like about it. They didn't go too crazy with it. Um, yeah. I, I kind of... I. You know, they did do some changes with Peter Pan, so they didn't have a lot of changes. Um, like even just who Captain Hook is. But yeah. But uh yeah, I don't know. It just I think uh, you know, hopefully hopefully they can add a little more more excitement to the to the movies. Okay. Um, so here, here's what I got. So I, I went and looked for uh, a list of hmm. the remakes. So we got Lion yeah. King, we talked about Mulan, we you know, mentioned it, right? I, I think Jungle Book was good. Oh, Jungle Book's great. Good. Cinderella again was good. Uh, Maleficent, I think that first one's not bad. But then that second one, 
Oh, that was real bad, dude. I, that's that movie's not good, not good at all. I mean, I can see why it got delayed. Like, I don't know, it was nuts. But, um, and then we got the Alice movies, the Tim Burton ones. I think the first one's real good. Yeah, uh, I think so too. Yeah, the second one. See, I can't remember the second one. That tells you something, right? Um, and then you know the you know we got the Peter Pan one, and then you know. There's in the works Sword Sword in the Stone, Hercules that are in the works, Hunchback and Notre Dame's in the in the works. Uh, Pinocchio got like destroyed when it came out. I have not seen the new uh, Pinocchio. No, because uh, you know, like I heard what everyone said, right? Which, according to you know, the Academy is the right choice. Is just go watch the Del Toro Pinocchio, not watch this yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. So which I haven't seen that either yet. Yeah. But. Which actually, like my wife watched this one and she said that she liked it. So, so I mean, it could be, it could be good. So interesting. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, it's it's a I don't know Dumbo, Dumbo. That was the thing too. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. I mean, we'll we'll see what what you know happens to Little Mermaid and what whatever happens after after that after that. I'm sure that they already have a few of them planned after. One, a haunted mansion comes out, and what about Halloween, doesn't, right? Yeah, it doesn't it, strike my fancy. Yeah, it looks it looks okay. It doesn't really good, you know, look that great. Tower so. of Terror is that supposed to be one also coming? Uh, I don't know. Did you ever watch that Tower of Terror one with Kristen Kristen Dunst? No, no? I never saw that. that was no, fun. I never watched it. I, I was a kid sure. back then when it came out because sure. it was like when when the the ride was first open. Sure. Yeah, I watched it on Disney Channel when I was a kid. I was like, oh, that's, that's fun. You know, I did the ride. Now I know the thing. So whatever, yeah. you know, uh, you know, in hindsight, it's probably not a good movie at all, but you know, for kids. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens with the uh, future projects. Joe, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, sir. It's a video game that was released <laughs> last week and we both had the opportunity to uh, spend some time with it. I, I'm happy to say that despite technical issues, <laughs> it I'm having a great time with it. And I think that it's a a true improvement of you know what a sequel should be, right? Uh when you compare it to the to the first game. And uh, honestly, from what I've encountered, right, uh I know that it, you know mileage may vary. For a lot of people, depending on the platform platform that you're playing this game on, on PS5, only problems that I've had is just inconsistent frame rate and, um, and some screen tearing, which I'm happy to say that after the patch that came out Tuesday, the screen tearing has, it's still there, but it's it's better, and mm. I, and performance mode is better, um. So I, I told you that, uh, you know, I heard that the optimal play to play the game is um, resolution mode with motion blur on. I tried it, and I, I just can't with the frame rate, dude. <laughs> I can't. So I put it back on. I put it back on uh, uh, on performance mode, and it, it, uh, it actually, you know, it, it's better than what it was last week. So, so I'm happy to say that. Um, 
But yeah, overall, uh, I'm not too far in. I'm you know about what six hours in probably. Uh, so far, so good. Uh, the game's fun, and it looks like it's it's getting sweaty. So, <laughs> so that's great. Like it's it looks like it is not just gonna be, you know, uh, uh, your standard like Star Wars, your modern Star Wars kind of like adventure. It, it's going back and getting sweaty, and and I appreciate that. So yeah. Sir, what do you think of this game? I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, obviously, it's very early in, so I, you know, I, I can't say that I'm going to feel the same by the end. But based on everything I'm hearing, I should, if not more. Um, you know, it, it it starts off really, really strong. Um, gameplay performance has not been an issue for me. I actually do have mine on performance mode right now. And I haven't had any major, major issues um, that that's super noticeable or affecting gameplay. So, so I'm fine. Um, yeah, I, I, I look forward to continuing on because like this, in theory, this early saying this, this might end up being one of my top Star Wars video games of all time. I mean, Force Unleashed is up there for me. It's a personal thing. Loved, had spent many hours playing that. Really thought it was a great, great time. Um, but yeah, this one is is giving me some of those feelings again uh, with some of the things that they're that they're doing. They really amped the really amped it up on on this one. So I'm thinking Jedi Survivor. I'm probably gonna finish it very soon, like sooner than I would have maybe before, just because I I I, I can't stop playing it. Like I just yeah. I gotta I gotta keep keep going back. I'm just hooked. Um, and it's such a great gift to come out right now and and have it right around May the fourth. Not gonna lie. Yes, I know that original was planned to come out in March. Would have been nice too, but I don't know. I'm in yeah. the Star Wars mood. When am I not? I'm wearing <laughs> the shirt, but but no, it, it's really good. Good to have this content at the moment. Yeah, it, it's good. Um, yeah, and I haven't had like well some of the other problems that a lot of people have encountered, like T posting and crashes and mm-hmm. all that. It's been other than you know iffy performance it mine's been okay i haven't had any any big problems um but it looks like it's i really appreciate it because he it it kind of follows the arkham formula Mm. where the game starts and you have everything you had in the previous game already and and you just expand on that so that's great and you know adding the you know the customization options which are, are excellent man yeah, there's yeah. so much, and you can, you know, mm. you can have your your hillbilly calcestis or, or your your clean cut calcestis, and you know all the other like uh, you know uh, clothing options that you that you get. Uh, it's it's really cool, right? It's like I, I'm glad that they're they're that they're letting people be creative with how the character looks and and. And I appreciate that, so that's good. Yeah, overall, man, it's been it's been really good. Um, you know, I guess we'll have a a final discussion after we both beat it, and you know, yeah. discuss the story, uh, more in detail. But, uh, you know, as of now, it's been good, and you know, it's unfortunate that you know the game launched and it was super buggy. And I mean, the first game was kind of like that when it launched as well, uh, but it just hasn't been a really good you know last couple of weeks for for big game releases and and you know games releasing releasing in a you know kind of buggy state but uh as it goes you know they they're they're fixing it they're working on it and like i said after the patch from this week i played 
today for a couple hours and it was fine. Like it's a, it's yeah. way better than it was. So, so I'm good. Um, yeah, cool. I'm just curious how this is going to end. I know there's probably spoilers. I've stayed away from the spoilers yeah, yeah, for the most part, but I mean, considering last time the whole Vader thing was a huge, huge surprise. I don't know how they're going to top it, but I can't wait to get to it and finish this out. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that they're, they have a, a, a big surprise like that. So that should be, that should be good. Cool. All right, man. Uh, let's uh, go ahead and take a break and we will be right back. Oh, there we go. I was muted. Great. Uh, all right, Joe. Let's go ahead and uh, talk about a few things that we have here. Uh, we had our first trailer for Gran Turismo. Yep. Uh, the movie, I guess. <laughs> Gran <laughs> Turismo, the movie, the game is going to be the their next game. Uh, so yeah, this trailer kind of like came out of nowhere because I, I heard that this movie had started production, but I wasn't expecting to see anything about it soon. And to my surprise, this actually looks pretty good. So yeah. I think, yeah, I, think I, the, I thought I thought it looked all right. Yeah, I think the concept yeah. is is good. Like if you if you were to do, uh, you know, a video game movie that would have to do with racing, um, basing it off of uh, you know, the 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 Gran Turismo, you know, Academy. And you know, having the you know a gamer transition into being a a racer, I I think that's a, a great concept, and I don't think it's it's been done. Um, you know, it's probably been done with like a fictitious game, right? But not with like an actual like like real life thing that happened. Yeah. So I I think I think they they I think it looks good. I think it looks good. Yeah, I, I think so too. I, I I think the cast looks just fine. Um, the storyline, like you mentioned, is going to be the strong part of it because it's different. Um, it's let's not just make high, you know, Need for Speed, right? Yeah. Where it's okay, another racing, you know, exactly. They didn't general, make it like, Fast and, and the Furious, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like this one, they they really did something different by saying let's do a, a video game academy transfer into real life uh, racing. So. Would that happen? No, but this is Hollywood, right? That's the beauty of Hollywood. Make a fun, make a fun well, storyline around that, it and that, see how it goes. That actually happens. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. This is no, based no, on yeah. a true story. Yeah, yeah. No, but I like, like, like it looks, it looks like far fetched, right? But it actually happened. Yeah. So that's a yeah, no, for which sure. Is, which is pretty cool, right? And for sure, um, you know, not everyone gets to do that transition. Like how many, how many two K players <laughs> to transition into an actual NBA player, right? I plead the fifth. <clears throat> so, I mean, it, I, I think they based it off a good concept. I think the concept's good. The casting looks good. Um, and uh, just, a, you know, having having it be like actual circuit racing and then, you know, the 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 kid driving is like, oh, yeah, I played this track a thousand times. And it's like, it's, it's true, right? It's like if you, you know, compare someone that had has played Gran Turismo like there's really dedicated mm-hmm. Gran Turismo players that would put mm-hmm. hundreds of hours in this game and you know even yeah. not thousands of hours in this game yeah you know this guys could beat an actual racer because they know the track probably even better than that actual person they just need to practice the IRL part of it but I, I think the concept's great I think it looks good so, um, you know, will I go see it in the movie theater? Probably not, but I would definitely would not mind seeing it. 
Um, so yeah, I'll keep an eye out for that one for sure because uh, it, it it looked interesting to me. So yeah, I feel bad saying this. I don't think it's going to perform very well. Um, yeah. and it has a good cast. Like yeah. you know, it has a good good lineup. Um, unless it reviews well. If unless it reviews well, well, I just have this weird feeling it's not going. to... I mean, it's it's in August. So it's a good timing because there's mm-hmm. not a ton of stuff coming out at that moment. Yep. Um, and it's, and they said summer movies so for reviews well, great. Um, but regardless, I look forward to checking out. If I if I got that that movie pass that I've got, so I might uh might put that to use and and, and check it out this year because it looks like something that I would just casually <laughs> watch and, and 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 see what it's about. So that's a good sign. Versus, uh, I think I mentioned you before. I'm probably gonna end up seeing Fast and Furious. Uh, oh, yeah, and did. I will, I will keep you, I will keep you posted on the the madness that. that I know that will be coming from that. Oh my goodness! Oh my god! Already announced another one, man. The final ride was not the final ride. They did no way. They announced they're doing an eleventh one. Yeah, with the same director. Yeah, yeah, dude. I I know. Matt. This is this is like Elton John. He's on his farewell tour for the last <laughs> how many years? <laughs> <laughs> last one. Go on out. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Wow, no way! It's probably dude. projected to do very well. It's probably going to be the top movie of the summer, potentially. Man, well, Universal is like you know lighting Universal's up their pockets. Well. Yeah, yeah. Well. Between Mario and and that, like they're competing against themselves. So good for them. Yeah, yeah. And the good thing is, like Mario's going to be out of you know out of the theaters by then. Uh, yeah. R- rumors that the Blu-ray is going to drop like July Fourth weekend. Oh, or cool. like that, like that week before July the fourth. So yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll see. All right. Well, I mean, I guess it all depends for for now. But it was announced that we got our first casualty, uh, our first Marvel casualty from the uh, what seems to be uh, an incoming uh, writer strike again. So. Uh, it was announced that Blade is what what was the wording uh, indefinitely uh, yeah. on hold or yeah something like that something like that yeah yeah so yeah it seems like there's a there's a looming a writer strike happening uh, kind of like what happened back in two thousand eight um, it it seems like this one will be affecting mostly TV but um, they've there there's already movies being affected by it. So, um, they, uh, on the Star Wars side, we were told yesterday that Andor actually finished up writing (laughs) two days before the strike started. So Andor season two is unaffected. And I mean, who knows what's going to happen, right? Uh, for, I guess more, more, um, read the projects that are coming out in the, I guess, immediate future, but Anything yeah. that's probably coming out like next year or the year after may be impacted by it. So what's up, dude? Yeah, this is this is a sad thing to hear. I hope that uh, everyone gets what they deserve and get the money that they deserve and the things are all settled out in a way that that's fair and, and wholesome for sure. But but yeah, the effects on us as as the people who consume content, you know, this could get bad. I don't think it's going to get as bad as 2008. But we don't know that. This is this is out of our control. We don't really know how these negotiations and how these things will play out. Uh, I would be very concerned if I'm a studio right now making announcements about projects that have not been written um, because now you might get more ambiguous targets now of 
coming 2025 no january 2025 or december 2025 like how disney does with the theme parks right where they're like we're opening up this ride in 2024 <laughs> when could be summer it could be spring. i don't know but it's coming next. <laughs> right right it could be any of those yeah. i think that's that that could be a very common thing like from a superhero standpoint the only studio that might be um using this is gonna be like like dc so like you know, James Gunn has right written the uh, Superman Legacy movie. Good for him. He actually is both a writer and a director. And as much as you'd like to see other creatives give their takes on it, they can still carry on with some form of content. May not be always just movies. Maybe some TV shows or little stuff they've talked about doing beforehand. But he might be putting more pen to the paper. Is that a good thing? Is it a bad thing? I don't know. We'll, we'll let time decide. But there's like an interesting point where you may see that be more of a thing where. Directors have to become writers. You and I talked before about a project, a little movie known as Transformers Revenge of the Fallen, yeah. where the director became the writer for stuff, and uh, that didn't end up very well. So <laughs> it just depends. It just depends on how it goes. I remember I, that, I, I, that really bad season of Lost that we had yeah, back then. Yeah. yeah, not even JJ yeah. could save that. that was <laughs> no, real not bad, at all. Yeah. And then, like, I've seen stuff like uh, like House of the Dragon, for an example. They would have a writer on set while they were going, which is a little worrisome considering that, you know, but regardless. Uh, and they're now not going to have a writer on set. So whatever's written, they're just going to go with, or maybe the director makes last-minute decision and there's no one there as a creative to tell them, hey, that maybe doesn't work as well. So we may see a lot of law effects from that standpoint. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm very, very much hopeful that this won't last terribly long, but, uh, we just really don't know. Yeah. I was going to say if there's a, if there's an ETA on it, but it seems like it's, you know, it's kind of like happening. Right. And then, yeah, we'll see. Uh, it's a tough time for some studios. Like, right. Like this is like, if I would be Disney, I would I would be really really concerned because of the way that their movies have performed and how much they do need the help right uh, getting these projects out. So I think that for Disney it's gonna be a tough time if this you know keeps going uh, for too long. Uh, in the meantime, Chris Terrio is gonna make a ton of money. Oh my gosh! To just go oh, ahead and uh, patch up all those all those movies that are coming out next year. And uh, put them out there, and uh, yeah, uh, this is gonna be uh, everywhere. Did you see Zaslav <laughs> saying how they just turned uh, their streaming service profitable? Yeah, like this year's like gonna 50 be first time profit, yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah for the first announced. time. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's yeah, good for them. Uh, I mean, yeah. it was interesting is that it it they did it uh, quicker than Disney. Yeah, they you they know? made a lot of cuts, drastic last year. <sighs> it was drastic, yeah. But yeah, I mean that's true. That's true. They had to. They they re they reorg like legit. Yeah, yeah, they had to trim it up a bit, but you know. Yeah. We'll Crazy. Um. Yep. Uh. Quick update on the Mario movie. The movie is doing great. Across uh, the billion dollars, opened in Japan and uh, South Korea last week, and it's uh, on track to do one point two. Over this weekend, right? If I'm not wrong, because it was already at like one point five four or something like that, or five four <clears throat> zero. Yeah, zero five four. Um, no, one point zero four four. Yeah, zero four four. Yeah. 
So it seems like uh, it'll reach the 1.2 over this weekend. And yeah, good for them. Um, I, I think it, it get it gets probably to to thir- to thirteen. I think I think it gets to that one billion three hundred. I think it's gonna get yeah, there probably. just because, like you said, Japan had just opened up just last weekend. Yep, it's gonna have legs. Yeah, and then internationally, uh, it's the the third the third highest grossing movie in Mexico ever. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So you know it's a it's a it's a big deal in Latin America. It's been doing really good. Um, and we've got I mean, followers I, out there. Oh, totally, totally, yeah. So, yeah, that's a, it's a big market, and then, yeah, I know that. Uh, I, I, if I'm not wrong, the release in Japan was limited. It was like a like a you know it was like a limited release for last week, and I think this week is their like their wide release. So, uh, yeah, I mean that that number could definitely, yeah, I could I could see it hitting the one point three, shortly. Yeah. So it hit five hundred, uh, domestically. Um, which is which is great, and we're not even on the weekend, so you know weekend starts today technically, and um, you know a good thing that could happen to this movie is people going to see Guardians, right? And going to see, and then it's like, oh, let's go ahead and watch another movie. Let's go watch Mario, or yeah. go to the movie theater with the kids, right? Oh, let's watch, watch Guardians. Oh no, let's go watch Mario instead. Um, you know that that could happen too. So yeah, no, I'm I'm really glad that this movie's doing. Fantastic. So I, I really did enjoy it. So it's good. Um, Joe. <laughs> All right. So last week we had a, a pretty good discussion about uncertainty in Xbox and, you know, Redfall, like not moving people's needle and, and stuff happening. Right. <clears throat> so Redfall came out and, uh, reviews are bad. Reviews are, are, are bad. IGN gave it a four. Um, actually, hold on. Let me scratch that. I think it was lower. Let me see. I'm gonna I'm gonna Metacritic real quick. But yeah, uh, Redfall launched. It, it wasn't it wasn't good. Um, and a, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, Xbox fans. Uh, started asking questions. I was like, is Phil Spencer the right choice? Like you were talking about last week. So like we, we kind of noticed it for a little bit now, uh, but it seems like um, most of the Xbox guys uh, started uh, realizing that it may not be the greatest option right now. So yeah, it was, it was a four from IGN. Um, it's uh, right now the it's at a fifty nine meta score, with a two point nine user score. I mean, user score give or take, right? It's 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 never good in any scenario, right? Especially Metacritic, where everything's either ten or zero. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, man, uh, this this was uh, supposed to be a huge game for Xbox. It was like their first exclusive after all those acquisitions. And um, although Hi-Fi Rush was technically the first one, but this was like the first like big like AAA thing that they put out there. It's like, oh, this game's coming out and it's going to be awesome. And and yeah, man, it's, you know, reviewed bad. Um, so Xbox fans started asking questions, right? And Phil Spencer uh, stepped up, which 
right? <laughs> he doesn't have to do this. You're the CEO of Microsoft's game division. You don't have to come out and, and show your face. I appreciate this, that, that he's out there. This should have been the PR guy. Like, is it Matt Booty? Um, yeah. They, Phil doesn't have to be doing this crap, man. Like, he's like the top dog. He's the top pay. He reports to, to Satya Nadella. He doesn't have to do this. And, and you know, it, the interview was very interesting. Because we have the running joke, right, with low energy, right? He, he, you can tell that he is not happy. He's kind of like low energy. Um, and he, he was saying that, oh, yeah, we gave them the freedom to work however they need after the acquisition. We didn't, like, jump in internally the game. This game reviewed well, so that's why we went ahead and put it out and... Well, maybe maybe you gotta be a little bit stricter with your with your guys, right? And not just put out these games out there. Um, you know, maybe maybe run it through a focus group. You know, uh, I I don't know, man. It it, it was a very weird interview, but <clears throat> there was one thing he said that I'm sure like a lot of Xbox fans like really went when nuts over um and you haven't had the chance to watch the interview right no i haven't watched yet okay so so during during the interview he says that so so he said that basically what we said last week it was what he said it's like our our fumble with the with the uh xbox one was so bad that we lost that generation and then the market shifted to a digital library and people already had their digital library somewhere else and not in Xbox. And when the new consoles came out, they just kept going with the platform that had their libraries already. So here we are in third place. Basically, that's what he said. He also said, it's like, there's no, there's no scenario where Starfield's going to come out and it's an 11 out of 10 and people are just going to sell their PS5s and buy Xboxes. That's not going to happen. Wow. wow. Yeah, bro. So I can see a lot of people just going nuts over over that. Um, it's a very interesting interview. I you know, highly recommend that you guys watch it. Um, and you can tell that he's not happy, dude. You can tell that he's like, he's not taking it. Now, that said, he did mention that Uh, you know, oh, we got the game showcase coming up and, you know, I don't want to hype it too much, but I, I feel like it's going to be good for everyone. So now, <laughs> so now the Xbox fans are wait for that showcase. For showcase. <laughs> same Always. thing, the same thing that happened during the Xbox uh, one. It was like, wait for E3, wait for E3, wait for E3. And then now it's wait for the showcase. Oh man, it's um the the way he worded uh, a lot of the the you know he he did a lot of a lot of you know corporate talk and 
And, sure. And 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 during this interview, because he, you know, he, he can't come out and say everything, right? No, no. Um, but but you can tell that that he's frustrated. Um, in in, I mean, uh, some Xbox fans are saying, "Oh, just like like get rid of him." But then, what are you gonna do, right? Who are you gonna get? It, it, they're they're in a tough spot. Um, I, I watched the video, oh, man. So here here's here's my take, right? At this point, um, not only Starfield needs to be uh, an eleven out of ten game. I think that whatever their pipeline for the next two three years is needs to freaking be, you know. Eight or above. Yeah. You cannot do this four and six crap anymore. You cannot no. redfall. You cannot crack down three. You cannot you cannot keep doing this thing. You have to be it has to be consistent at least two, three years to get people back on board. And that's what should have happened when the Xbox One was still around. And here yeah. we are ten years later, man, and it's still like they still haven't figured it out. But here, man, it's it's I it's freaking funny that we were talking about how how bad the the you know the bull drop was that they're still reeling from it, and he just straight up said it. It was like it was so bad that we're that that wow. you know this guy's moved on from Xbox and they're not coming back. That's basically what he said. It was it, you can tell that he's frustrated and you know. It is, and he was like, he was very, you know, he was a realist. He was like, you know, it is what it is, right? And, you know, we can't, you know, we, you know, Game Pass is doing great. It was like, but at the same th- at the same time, it's like, how much longer can you sustain Game Pass? Um, you know, putting this game's day one and not really making money out of that. I would readjust Game Pass. I would do, like, new stuff is, you know, it's, it's, for sale at like what what PlayStation does and then put it on Game Pass six months later. It's like I mean right, like some right. people are gonna wait the six months, but you know that some hardcore fans are not are gonna buy it right away. Absolutely. And you know, and, and depending on how sales are, you can move that date from six to eight, from eight to ten, eight, you know, ten to twelve. So you can move you can move that uh that date, that game pass date. Uh, depending on your sales, but you gotta start making money somewhere else, right? And that's mm. the only way that you have is to, mm. you know, not put these games out on Game Pass Day One. <laughs> you got, you gotta stop it. You gotta stop it. <laughs> they're bleeding, dude. It's like, it's like, it's like they're bleeding, and they're not, they're not willing to uh, patch up their cut. It's like, oh yeah, it's like, oh the cut's bleeding. I was like, uh, it's like I don't have time to bleed. <laughs> Jesse Ventura on Predator. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so. That's basically what they're doing, man. And it's, uh, I mean, they're in a tough spot right now. Um, <clears throat> you know, Microsoft went through a reorg. And um, I work with Microsoft products every day. Every yeah. day. For the last four months, it's been unbearably bad working with Microsoft. It's been nothing but problems with Office. Um, Windows updates are breaking devices so weird. it's been like the last four months overall have been just an absolute mess working with microsoft um i think that (laughs) 
the, the there's a concern, right? And and uh, I know that the Microsoft Games division is not going anywhere because they these guys have been around since like the '90s, and they're fine, right? But I, I don't see Xbox as a separate platform being around for too much longer. I think this is gonna be, but I mean. Maybe there may be one more generation after this, or maybe there's going to be a revision of the Series X, and that may be it. But I just don't see them prolonging the this division. Um, um, this is like this is going to be like a, a like again, Game Pass is going to be a PC product at some point, and you know you may have like a set top a set top device that you can stream to or whatever x cloud is which you know was supposed to be out already and i don't I, i haven't heard anything about it i don't know i don't know if it's if it's out if it's not i don't, I don't really know uh, yeah but joe man <laughs> top spot i don't you know i'm wearing my playstation hat but not because i wanted to <laughs> brag right <laughs> no no honestly speaking you're like because we've said it before i think the the series x is a It's a great platform and it's a great product. Mm. I think Game Pass is a great product. Um, problem is that uh, Game Pass is unsustainable, and then for that platform, you are not seeing uh, killer apps. And at the end of the day, that's what matters, right? The yeah. 3DO was the more, most powerful console ever at the time, and it didn't have the software to back it up. Yeah, what happened? You know, Super Nintendo went you know, ran over the, the, the 3DO. Um, yeah, man. I mean, any, any other thoughts that you have on this guys? I mean, what can they do at this point? Yeah. I mean, just, just from the beginning, like you mentioned, like, you know, about the, the interview that, that Phil Spencer had, uh, I, 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 I haven't gotten to watch yet, but I did hear about it. And then you just explained it very well. And like, to be fair, since I haven't heard about it, I don't want to comment too much, but, From my prior remarks from last week's episode, you know, I, I didn't need this interview before. And I was already saying, like, I know this might be a controversial opinion, but I thought that moment that <laughs> Phil Spencer may not be the guy for to, to lead Xbox. I don't think I think you need to change. And I'm pretty sure I said this last week. I think you need to change leadership before you start putting the death penalty on on the Xbox game division. Oh, totally. I still think oh, yeah. there's a chance. I'm like... You, it would be such a shame if Microsoft said, hey, we're killing this thing off, and they never gave another person a chance to, to right the ship. There needs to be someone else. I don't know who that is. You probably have to get an outside person, not an inside person, to, to come in and do it. But they need to try something radical. Because them going out and doing interviews like this, it sounds almost... It sounds a little desperate. Like the yeah. I, I, again, I didn't watch it, damage but control. it just sounds yes, it sounds damage like damage control. Control pretty desperate. Which I don't have a problem with the trying to be transparent and being in front of in front of the community. I, I like that. Um, like I remember when the Xbox One came out. I remember um, Major Nelson. Like he was on like Boogie. Like he literally traveled to Boogie's house. Yeah, for the and brought, one. And brought the Xbox with him. Like and yeah. was like, let's play this together and one. get first impressions. Yeah. And I'm like, like that kind of stuff. Like actually, I like that. Um, which where is Major Nelson these days? Like he was pretty good he's in front still, of people. He's still around. Still around. Yeah. yeah. He was pretty good in front of the people, but but they need somebody to run 
They need somebody to run run this this company with a, with a little bit more of a radical change, um, because it, they they gotta try to switch stuff up. It's almost like use a sport. The reason a lot of sports analogies today is, but you know, like when you've got a you've got a you know your starting fives in and and things aren't going as maybe planned. What do you do? You make some substitutions, right? You switch around. You don't keep the same plays. You start switching plays up because maybe like you're losing, but hey, maybe. This is gonna work out better. You don't keep the that very definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. What they're doing with the Series S and the X is not that far off from what we saw with the Xbox One S and One X. Great bits of hardware, but the strategy and launch of this seems to be almost yeah. identical. And that's insane to me because you we really thought this might be the one. This might be the time where they finally start doing things that are desperate. I made predictions earlier in the year, uh, or sorry, the end of last year when we had our our predictions episodes. And I was like, look, I think Xbox is going to make some desperate moves. That was exactly how I phrased it this year. That to me, the desperate move would be to switch up the head of, of, of the Xbox game division. I'm calling for it. I'm, 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 I think that this is, this is the thing that could be coming up. We'll see. We'll see. It's a prediction. Um, yeah. you know, but, but I, I don't have any hate against Phil. You know, I think he really has no, tried to do some good he, things. I, I, he Everyone says he's a nice guy. Yeah, like everyone, like all the stuff you hear about from behind the scenes. I don't know. I've not worked with him, but I hear really nice things about him. But uh, it's a shame, Obed. And you can tell, you can tell that he cares, right? Yeah. And you know that's because you can, you could see, like, in during the interview, you could see the frustration in his face, and 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 that's because he cares, right? If he wouldn't care, he would come out like. He's like old school, like Jim Ryan, come out. Oh. It's like, why would I buy this? It's like, well, because look at that old game. Who would want to play that, right? <laughs> like, you know, like oh, those old school, like Jim Ryan interviews are nuts, right? Um, yeah. But but then again, you know, uh, you know, people grow, people change. It's you know, even if you're you know an older gentleman, you can still, you know, keep growing. Absolutely. Um, in 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 the case of, in the case of Phil is that um I feel I feel like that he became like um this like savior figure for Xbox back when he took over from Don Matrick that I I think that his expectation or his his expectations were a lot higher from from the fans were a lot higher than what he was supposed to do while being in that position mm -hmm. right yeah um then then the problem goes that when you you see you see that things started going off the rails with all the acquisitions like when they started going mm -hmm. crazy and buying everything you can tell that's that's a desperation move to me this were I mean, because like they know they know that they would not be able to you know exist without those other publishers and developers that they acquired, and it's it to man and it's 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 unfortunate because I know that there's very talented people that were yeah. in the Xbox Studios already, and. You know how how about would you feel like like if you like if if you know uh you know you're working for a company and the company brings buys another company that does the same thing that you do because you can't do your job but you still work there doing your thing. Oh my gosh! It's 
you know, it must be demoralizing. And we know that there's like huge shakeups and a lot of people left. And, um, you know, most of the people, Halo people left. Um, and, you know, what's going on, right? Like, where, where are the new and exciting things? Where are the new franchises? Where, like, talk about like during the Xbox One years, right? Um, we had, like, we had Horizon. We had, um, the uh, um, Days Gone, Spider-Man, which are new franchises, right? Spider-Man is a new franchise. I mean, it's a it's a, a licensed fr- you know character, but it, it is a new franchise. So you see this this new franchises coming out on PlayStation, uh, and and all we got was like you know Forza Halo and Gears, Halo Wars and Gears again, and then Crackdown Three. Where's Crackdown 3? Wait for E3. <laughs> and then we waited for like eight years for Crackdown 3. And then it came out and got sixes. Um, <laughs> and it, it's it's unfortunate, right? Um, yeah, they they have they had a good product, they had a good run. I think the the 360 days were were really good for them, and they really were able to build up that brand uh, during those days. But again, dude, just going back to Xbox One, that that fumble was so dude, dude. They 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 just they didn't they 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 just didn't didn't you know only fumble. They they sacked the quarterback. Oh like yeah, the quarterback got sacked. You know and 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 you know out of commission. <laughs> it's uh, it's very unfortunate what happened with the xbox one right um and and even when even before the don matrick you know you know the backle with it well if you don't have internet we have you know the xbox 360 even after even before that so bad that uh presentation oh my god was just one of the worst presentations that i've seen big claps on the dude what's the price is right Xbox, <laughs> put on the prices right, and then, and then Call of so Duty, fake. and the only game they showed Call of Duty and Call of Duty, Call of Duty, and then Call of Duty, Call of Duty Dogs and all that. Sports, uh, sport, oh, uh, sports TV, sports, 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 yeah, everything on sports and TV, yeah, it's crazy. Um, wow, like who would have thought that 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 moment, right? And then you know, and then E three came, and and it was a bloodbath when PlayStation came out. Uh, runs cheaper, and here's how you, you know, you play these games uh, on on PS four. Thanks, you know, the handoff. Yeah. yeah, wow, so good. It's it's incredible, man. It's really interesting, though. I mean. Uh, you know, PlayStation. They went ahead and said last week that they had their best quarter in the, in PlayStation history. I know. Switch is still <laughs> killing it. I'm I'm sure. Like I heard again this week that, um, that they that some people already saw the you know the upgraded Switch and and you know they they're touting it as like a next gen kind of console, but you know yeah. backwards compatible. So it's a yeah, man, they're, yeah. So Phil feels like 
during the interview, we're never gonna, you know, we're not here to out console Sony and or oh Nintendo. It's like that's 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 the whole point, right? Right. You want to be the best. That's the whole. Yeah, exactly. You should at least. Oh, we're not here to be to be the best. It's like then why are you here, bro? <laughs> well, that's the question that's gonna be asked. And again, I didn't need this interview to call for it. Yeah, yeah, man. I don't know. It's like <laughs> it's like imagine imagine uh, um, LeBron James saying, "I'm not here to outplay Michael Jordan and Magic Johnson." Like I'm just here. I'm just here to be here and be and just play basketball and be happy. No man, he's there to win. <laughs> right. He's there. It's just been. It's like, dude, dude's almost forty years. Old. He's, thir- dude, thirty-eight. I could barely get on my bed. It's like, uh, there's uh, we uh, there's podcasts that when I was thirty-eight that we recorded. <laughs> my back was garbage. Couldn't freaking move. Dude's out there making 30 points a game against the best players in the world. You're kidding me? This is a very sports episode. Sports. <laughs> sports. Sports TV. But that's what we got, sir. Um, oh, you know, we, we'll see what happens with uh, with Phil. Um, you know, it, we'll, we'll definitely keep you guys posted. But, sir, in the meantime, we're gonna work, where can people find us? Thank you all so much for sticking with us for a really fun episode today. We want you to stay with our podcast for future episodes. Make sure you subscribe to the audio version on SoundCloud, Spotify, uh, Amazon Music. Find us on podcast platforms of your choice and make sure to follow us there. Also, subscribe to No Low Time on YouTube. Yes. Really appreciate all the new subscribers. You guys have been awesome. Keep subscribing, sharing with your friends and family. We're going to ask you guys to give us money. Hitting that subscribe button gives us a huge boost of support, and we really appreciate that. So thank you all so very much. We also want to invite you to follow us on social media at No Low Time. It's at No Low Time. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. You can find us there. See those handles down below if you're watching the video version. Also, if you are a Twitch person, make sure you follow us on Twitch. We're No Load Time all together on Twitch. No Load Time all together on Twitch. You can follow us there. We broadcast a recording, so it's a great place to check us out. And then last but not least, if you have any uh, questions, comments, or feedback, we'd love to hear from you. Send an email to noloadtime at gmail.com. That's noloadtime at gmail.com. And maybe, just maybe, we'll even discuss it on a future episode. But in the meantime, we'll see you all next week. I'm going to be watching Guardians tomorrow. It's also comic book day tomorrow. So make sure to get out and support the little comic book store. We'll see you guys in our next episode. Thank you guys. Stay safe. We'll see you again next time.